Music with a message on the Messenger of Good News, KFUO. This is the Midday Moments program. I'm Gary Duncan. It's so good to be here. And it's time now for our Moment in Creation with Pastor Warren Worth of Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in Arnold, Missouri. Good afternoon, Pastor Worth. Good afternoon, Gary. What do you have on your mind to talk to us about today? Well, there's an interesting article in the Lutheran Witness magazine, uh, the March 2021 issue, uh, deals with the subject of superstition. It's quite an interesting uh, issue with lots of good articles, and one of them uh, is entitled In the Saddle with Jesus, How the Word Seats Us in Truth. It's written by the Reverend Dr. John Lombaro. He's a professor, an LCMS missionary, who teaches theology in Riga, Latvia. And the article, on the one hand, deals with the problem of superstition, but on the other hand, uh, it deals with another false teaching, which is scientism. And so one might uh, not think those things would be related, but they really are, because both of them are perversions of the truth. Both of them are ways of looking at the world and at creation in ways that are contrary to the Word of God, our Creator, and deal with fear and the desire to control things without God and try to explain things without God or the Creator. So in the second part of this article, when he deals with scientism, he points out that this is a man's attempt to use reason to supplant God. Now, in our first article of the Apostles' Creed, Luther's explanation thereof, you and I learned to say that God made me and all creatures, that he gave me my body and soul, my eyes, ears, and all my members, my reason, and all my senses, and still preserves them. So reason, that is the ability to think and to figure things out, is a gift from God. And yet, like everything, sin has corrupted that. And so when our reason is used against God, and against God's word, that's a big mistake. And with scientism, the idea would be that our reason uh, can explain the whole universe without God, and we can understand reality simply in terms of material things uh, without uh, any reference to what is unseen in terms of the spiritual realm. In fact, taken to its extreme, this you know goes hand-in-glove with atheism and so forth, with the idea that uh, you don't really need God. Uh, there is no God, there is nothing, no heaven, no hell, um, everything can be explained in terms of what we see and can observe right now. And part and parcel of that false teaching, of course, is evolution. The author of this article refers to it as macroevolution, something we can talk about more in another uh, session online here. But right. macroevolution would be usually what people think about evolution, from molecules to man uh, or changes from one kind of living thing to another kind of living thing, as opposed to uh, variation within a created kind. Right. So evolution, as people usually think of it, Darwinian evolution or neo-Darwinian evolution is this idea that you know we start out with just chemicals, non-living, and then life somehow arose from that, and then all the living things that exist arose from that by uh, great amounts of time and random changes in the genetic code. Would you say that uh, scientism is uh, religion or it's replacing God? Uh, the, uh, the definition is excessive belief in the power of scientific knowledge and techniques. Excessive belief. There you go. 
exactly. And so that's that's where you put your trust, right? right? Mm-hmm. So if, if people put their trust in this, their faith in this, their their idea that all truth comes down to this, what we can see and measure and test with our senses and figure out with our brains, that is, that's the only stuff that's true, and we can know all truth and solve all problems. That's where their trust is. Right. And you see this taken to, to an extreme, too, when, uh, when people think that they can achieve some kind of salvation if they believe that there is any salvation other than extending your earthly life. Uh, their, their idea might be that maybe we can come to the point where our brains will figure out how to transfer uh, our, our thoughts and our emotions and that part of our being from our brains into some uh, machine, you know, a, a computer or a robot or something, and that we can extend our life, if you want to call it life, uh, <laughs> indefinitely in, in a machine or a robot or a computer or something like this. I remember somebody that lived in my dormitory, same floor of my dormitory back when I was in college, his name was Art, and he had the idea that science had come so far already then, and we're talking like the 1970s, that uh, we could cure every disease, and pretty soon people would live forever because we cure every disease. And you know, soon after that, AIDS uh, right. reared its ugly head, and, and uh, various people that were friends of ours on that floor and the dormitory uh, were soon gone with AIDS. And there's cancer, and there's uh, coronavirus, there's all kinds of things. Uh, death still rears its ugly head, and science and scientism are not the answer. You know, ultimately, we realize there is something more than the material world. We realize that there is also the spiritual dimension, and God's Word, the Bible, really explains in the best way where we all came from, explains both the physical world and the spiritual world in the way that is true and correct, and it tells us that the one who created all things is the one who has also redeemed us, you know, that when sin messed everything up and brought death into the world, the cure for that is not man's reason or his ability to think or science. The cure ultimately is in Jesus, the Son of God, in whom all the wisdom of God is hidden. You know, so the Son of God who came into this world as a true human being, conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, with a true human body, offered up that body in sacrifice to take away our sins. You know, this past Sunday, we heard Jesus say, destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. And John tells us he was talking about the temple of his body. So okay. Jesus offered up his body on the cross as the sacrifice to take away our sin, and he raised himself up on the third day, conquering sin and death and hell for us, so that we have the true hope of everlasting life, uh, not through reason, not through science or scientism, but through faith in Jesus, the Son of God, who loved us and gave himself for us. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at a, uh, I type scientism into my computer, and there's a, a little comic that popped up of a uh, man in a white coat kneeling down in front of a laboratory beaker. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> basically, where are you putting your trust? Where are you putting your faith? What are you worshiping? Uh, and hopefully it's not scientism. So would you like to lead us in a prayer? I absolutely would love to do that. Let's do that right now. Lord God, Heavenly Father, we thank you that you have created the universe. We thank you that you created us and gave us life. Protect us, O Lord, from all false teaching, including a false trust in human reason and science. Help us instead to trust your holy word, especially the gospel of our Lord Jesus. 
in which you tell us of your great love for us and how you have redeemed us from all sin and conquered sin and death for us, that we might have the free gift of everlasting life by your grace through trusting in Jesus, our crucified and risen Savior. Help us to use our reason in a right way and to use science in a right way uh, that helps people and gives glory to you. In your precious name we ask it. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Pastor. You are welcome. Have a great day. We are the messenger of good news worldwide at kfuo.org.